0: All right, you ready, you ready to combo. start up again? I, I totally forgot where we were.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Penalty Loop Podcast, a podcast about biathlon by Jordan Gottschalk from Penalty Loop and a regular guest, RJ Weiss from Biathlon Analytics.
0: Good evening, RJ. How you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I, I you know, personally, no complaints. Felt like a, a busy biathlon week for a uh, for a week off. It did. There was a lot. Um, we actually initially, I don't know that we were necessarily planning on doing this, but there was just a a lot that happened, and we felt like, well, we, we probably should get together and and chat about some of this because by the time Worlds comes around, we're just gonna we're gonna have other things to talk about.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, and then some things coming out in the news that, uh, yeah, we both kind of felt like should discuss. So, yeah, um, do you want to do you want to get right into that? Anything? And st- yeah, why don't we? Yeah, um, I'd
0: say, cause I say because there are other things that we want to talk about that are more fun, like the European Championships or the Youth Olympics. But um, I think that this probably is. Well, not probably it's definitely more important on a on a real life level than than any of that. and uh, so if you guys, if you haven't seen it, <clears throat> there was a, a story in The Associated Press. Um, I will I'll tweet out uh, a link to it um, on Monday morning and it' you can go find it there. And uh, it is I know some of you are wondering where is Joanne Reed, she talked about it a little bit on her Instagram page. Well this story really lays out what happened. And, um, so she was the victim of, uh, sexual harassment and sexual abuse, um, for a number of years. And, um, the, the article goes in and lays out a pretty good, you know, uh, uh a background of kind of what happened. And, um, there was this gentleman and, and I'll, I'll say his name cause it's mentioned many times in the article, but his name was what? Peter Ger- Gerbik? Gerbik? Um, yeah. and he was a a uh wax tech uh, with the uh US biathlon team for a number of years. And um he was uh harassing and abusing uh Joanne Reed. And uh in a number of ways you can read about him in the article. I just I mean it's 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 pretty pretty awful. Um and um
1: Yeah, just, I just I wanted to add like yeah. there's
0: a lot of things we don't know
1: and sometimes it's a bit risky to talk about these stuff when you don't know everything but so the facts are that there has been an investigation and that has concluded Um, and we'll go into that but so those are facts that have been brought out Um, Mm -hmm. and yes it is a risky topic and it's uh, hard to talk about something if you don't know all the details from all sides but at the same time I think it is very important that These things are discussed, so I'd rather discuss with the risk of maybe not being completely informed, and just saying, "Well, let's not talk about it at all," because I I mean that's one of the issues, right? That this is always kind of not Mm -hmm. talked about. So, um, especially, yeah. Sorry, I I, kind of cut you off there, but uh, no, no,
0: no, no. no. I I I, I really appreciate saying that. 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 Yeah, there was there was an investigation by SafeSport. Um, which I'm not sure if that's an international organization or just something we have here in the United States. But no, it, it was started by the U.S. after the yeah. issues with uh, well,
1: similar situations in the um, gymnastics. Yeah. Think, is it Bailey? Yeah. Is that her name? Um, so anyway, as a result yeah. of everything that happened there, it, they started this uh, this new organization to deal with um, sexual harassment in, in uh, top sports and
0: and thank goodness it exists, I don't know. right? Like so it's, uh Yeah, oh absolutely. Um and basically what happened is that is that so obviously this this harassment, this abuse was going on. Um and uh and Joanne Reed tried to bring attention to it, at least in the article I, I you know, I'm I'm I was searching for the, the part here, but it, it looks like um she wasn't able to get attention to it um and it actually it was it was her friend and teammate uh DJ Irwin who um because she is a a member of the National Guard uh as well was able to get involvement of the National Guard to help um get more attention on the matter so um and and it goes on to say yeah, that that's, you know DJ Irwin was that a, I found a bit was this going I was just gonna say that DJ one was an amazing friend through this whole process, and if you weren't already a fan of hers, like you read this, and you're like, mm-hmm. you know what, you know, at least, you know, the way that she was able to to stand up and 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 be there with with Reed, and, and Reed has mentioned this in in her her own post as well. So, I apologize. Sorry.
1: Mm-hmm. No, it, it, it just just what makes me really sad, in addition to, um, you know, that this happened in the first place, is that this started in 2016 yeah and um there was a specific incident in uh in the spring of two thousand seventeen in her hotel room where you know Deirre Irwin helped her out and what my understanding is is that um the u s biathlon uh was informed in two thousand nineteen and nothing really happened it mm-hmm. sounds like her the response she got was like oh that's just part of the you know, European biathlon culture, which, mm-hmm. you know, that's a whole lot of debate. Um, but then I guess Erwin went to her um, military leadership. And because of that sort of push, it, it got brought towards the uh, safe, sorry, safe sport organization. Yep, safe sport. Yep. Yeah. And then there was an 18 month investigation um, leading to at the end of 2022, a six-month suspension of the person in question to Wextech, and a prohibition until December 2024. Um, I don't know. It's uh, like because her main reason for not stepping up right away is that she felt a lot of pressure. Of you know, is one of the main wax tax on our team if i bring this forward that's going to impact the whole team i don't want to be it it just like obviously i cannot really relate to it what it's like to be sexually harassed as a woman in sports but to have to deal with those kinds of pressures you know feeling guilty towards the team if you step up but i'm assuming kind of knowing that that's not okay and maybe hoping that it will stop. It just... I don't know. It just makes me feel sick to my stomach just thinking about that. And, you know, I have no idea what is being done to support her, but to me that should be, like, number one, two, three, four, five priority Mm -hmm. is to support Joanne Reed in, you know, dealing Mm -hmm. with this because obviously this is not something that now that it's stopped um it's just gonna go away like she'll have to carry that with her and um i'm assuming that she's gonna you know need support for that absolutely right especially I mean, given in, how
0: long this has been going on and yeah protect her and and how do you make sure it doesn't happen again right and and I don't know where that starts. I don't know. I mean, this happened over the course, you said, since 2016. That's multiple different coaches. It's multiple different staffs. Like, just a lot of people Mm -hmm. were there who either did know or should have known and didn't do anything. Like, I just think that there needs to be a whole... Personally, so I just, I, I don't know how... If you... if. If the issue is raised, I don't know how your first response isn't somehow to do something about it, especially because the time that it happened in, there was so much, at least in the, I don't know what it was like in other countries, but in this country with the Me Too movement and so much effort to, to listen when, when women are saying, Hey, this is happening. Like this is happening to me. To mm-hmm. so listen and to take it seriously. And the fact that, like, this group didn't do it. Right. They had this opportunity to help protect her from this and they didn't like, it's just, Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know what the right response is, but I just, it's, it's so immensely disappointing.
1: Yeah. Well, and it, you know, um, and I know there's sometimes people that are like, Oh, some women just, and I'm not saying, That they would say this about Joanne Reed, but some women just say it for the attention or try to get Mm -hmm. money out of it when it, you know, when it's with someone like Trump or a very high, higher up uh, person. But even if that were true, which um, I'm, yeah, that could be always people that do that. But even if were true, then I think the other side of the story is that for every person that comes out and tells about this there's probably 10 20 if not more women that this happens to that do not have the strength or confidence to come out right
0: Mm -hmm. absolutely yep because
1: if 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 your main reason to not really deal with it is oh well that's just part of the european culture then how many other women go through something similar Mm -hmm. with the same idea oh well that's just you know, that's just what they do. It's like, well, no, if that's just what they do, then there needs to be a culture change within that biathlon world to say, you know, this is just not acceptable anymore. Not yep. that it was acceptable before, but, but it's like, you can't just keep hiding behind. Okay. Well, that's just, these things yeah. just happen. It's like, no,
0: nope. Yeah. So we're, I we're, was, we're past that. It it's yeah. There 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 needs to be some sort of I what I would be hoping for, and I don't know legally, you know, where they are with the whole thing. It sounds like the org the, the investigation is complete, but I would like there to be some sort of statement from US biathlon about how this happened and this is what we're going to do to make sure it doesn't happen again. And like you said, like it can't it, it the the falling back on the statement of like that's just their culture like that is like it's just it's completely insufficient
1: yeah and it's you know and that's where I think we don't know all the details like yeah, there might be in broader response and maybe discussions or whatever but um, I did I guess what surprised me a bit is that actually US Biathlon came out with a statement on their website which to me really feels like um, you know yes we've we put the processes have been put in place to um, deal with this and avoid this from happening in the future. But it it just, like, what I miss is just taking ownership that, yes, it's very possible that a lot of people in leadership in U.S. biathlon did not even know that this was happening, right? Mm -hmm. It can be Mm -hmm. discussions at the athlete-coach level that never comes up. But at the same time, this is still happening under your umbrella as an organization where obviously there is some sort of culture in the organization that people feel that they can say, oh, well, that's just part of, you know, European Biathlon yep. wax deck or like, and I'm not saying they need to step down, but I would have really hoped for a bit of a statement where, like I said, you know, we put everything in place. Mm-hmm. We thought to avoid this, it didn't work. So we're going to put all the processes in place to deal with this. But our main priority now is to support Joanne Reed. Yes. And, yeah. you know, I, I don't know, I don't know the legalities. My, my feeling is when I see a statement on a website, it's probably some legal department of the marketing division that puts that up. So, you know, they can't be misinterpreted and that kind of thing. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, it, it could very well be that, um, some of the leadership would have preferred to put more, I guess, personal detail or, or more supportive. I don't know, but it just it just makes me feel like these these situations. Unfortunately, we read about it more. Just you know, something like that happened a year ago in Holland, and we also saw the uh, Spanish um, mm-hmm. uh, football federation or soccer federation um, for a women's team who. Okay, well, I won't get into that, but I mean, there's a big case going on about that, yep. and um, you would just hope that an organization would take more ownership of it. Yeah, and that's yeah. what I, I find
0: disappointing. It. They're scared of being sued. Like they're they're scared that she's mm-hmm. going to sue, so they don't want to admit publicly admit that they're at fault. But really, like it just you just want them to say, "We failed Joanne Reed. We failed her." And again, her in- it could
1: be that they have. With her, yeah. I, we, yeah. did,
0: we just don't know that, right? We can't
1: really yeah. assume that they did or they didn't. But um, yeah. And then, you know, then there's the whole situation afterwards Yeah, that they retroactively changed the qualification yep. criteria, which, mm-hmm. of course, could be just a coincidence, but it's very coincidental that it happens after that she came out to talk about it, and then she, it, she's the only athlete who's affected by it. Only one. And yeah, you can, again, it's, they're just facts. You can't really say it was on purpose or not on purpose. Like you just don't know, but it's very coincidental.
0: Mm-hmm. It, at at the very least, it's a really bad look, right? And, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I, it's a, it's a, a long way of saying that we really, we support Joanne Reed, of course. And, um, the whole—I mean, I don't know—the the the word disappointing is insufficient, but it, the whole situation is extremely yeah. disappointing and hurtful and harmful. And um, yeah, I just it it hurts, right?
1: Yeah, we always, you know, we always talk about the great biathlon family, and you know, every family has its um, yeah uh-huh. positive, but also its negative things. But it's uh, yeah, yeah, for lack of better term that I can come up with, it's just really disappointing how. And, yeah, again, I, I don't know about the law and everything, um, but to me, like, if there's an official investigation that determines that, yes, this is, you know, what happened yep. is wrong. We we have the facts that this happened and then suspend somebody for six months and then uh, put them under prohibition. I, I don't know what the right answer is, but. I I cannot imagine being a female biathlete on the World Cup or IBU Cup mm-hmm. or whatever level to be on on the tour knowing that 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 person is there right yeah and you know you can say okay he he got punished for it he hopefully learned his lesson and let's move on with a clean slate but I I don't know like to me that's just yeah I it just feels very unfair
0: I agree and it creates
1: a situation of discomfort like i cannot imagine if you're if if you're an another female on the us team or even in in the biathlon world and yeah. i would assume that they're all informed about this and you see this person right that that's a comfortable feeling nope yeah, and right. i mean for him too um let's be honest like so i don't know Like from maybe from his side, he wouldn't want to be in that situation anyway. I don't know. Um, I I don't know. Don't really care too much about this at this point. It's not like obviously that we have the solution or anything, uh, but we wanted to not, not bring it up and um, not that Joanne knows us, but um, we just wanted to show our support and, just really, really hope that she gets the support from the people that do yeah. work with her and, and uh, are able to provide that. So, Absolutely. Couldn't say it better. No.
0: Um, let's take a quick break. We will uh, let's uh, <laughs> gather ourselves and then we'll get back into some, some happier, more enjoyable biathlon news, okay? You're So, um there was actually some other other interesting things that happened in biathlon uh over the last the last week. Um do you want to start with the uh the news of the the new skis that the Norwegians have? No, let's I, I do you prefer want to, save to that? go a positive route.
1: Okay. <laughs> for a little bit. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's um, fine with me. That, <laughs> so in I'm gonna mispronounce is Gangwon, uh uh-huh. I guess. Yeah. Um there were the Youth Winter Olympic Games. And um, I just wanted to really highlight, so Luke Holzhoff from Canada mm-hmm. uh, came in fifth in the men's individual. Um, and so he was behind a Frenchman, a Norwegian, a Slovakian, and a Bulgarian, and then Canada wow. in What a in diverse group. So I thought that was obviously super exciting that Luke got fifth place, um, that, that mix of nations was there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the list goes on with, uh, quite an, a large number of different nations. I mean, your Italy's and Germany's and Norway are definitely in there too, but, mm-hmm. um, I thought it was great to see. I also wanted to mention, uh, Elias Suley, and John Lohus of the US, as well mm-hmm. as Noah Cam Magruder. Um, they came respectively in 31st, 35th, 48th. And then we had for Canada, uh, Justin Konoff in 44th and Dawson Ferguson in 70th. So a pretty darn good um, yeah. result, obviously, for the Canadians. On the women's individual, uh, Cheyenne Terschman in 27th and Flora. Mm-hmm. Shanka in 33rd for Canada and Julia Bartlett in 59th. And then on the U.S. side, we had Emily Campbell. Not sure if she's related to uh, Campbell, right? <laughs> uh, 45th, <laughs> Alexandria Taylor, 56th, and Molly Maybach, 71st. And what stood out to me is that there were, um, let's see here. In the top 16, there were four Czech Republic athletes. Wow. Um, there was a... Uh, Christian is going to really like this. On the 14th place, there was Leonara Runhide Ooh. Uh, from Denmark. So Denmark was there. Um, there were one, two, three, four Ukrainians in the top 23. Um, wow. So... Uh, again, a good mixture of uh, different nations in there. I might as well just go through all the uh, the results quickly. So there was the men's sprint. That was a more typical France-Norway-France-France, France, France, but then Bulgaria, Italy, Austria, Sweden, Poland. Um, it's a mixture. Uh, Justin Konov got in 20th. Ilya Suli, 23rd for the U.S. Uh, John Lohus, 38th. Luke Holsov, 43rd. Dawson Ferguson, 55th, and Noah Kem magruder 62nd. Um, and on the women's side, we had Cheyenne Terschman 24th, Molly Maybach, 27th, Flora Shanka from Canada, 40th, and then we go further down. Alexandria Taylor, 65th, and Emily Campbell, 76th. Um, Julia Bartlett was not able to start. And then another great result there uh, is in the mixed relay. So women and men, uh, the team of Flora, Shonka, Cheyenne, Terschman, Luke Holsoff, and Justin Konoff came in sixth behind Italy, Ooh. France, Czech Republic, Norway, and Germany. It's a good couple. ahead of Austria, Sweden, Ukraine. Um, let's see where U.S. US were...
0: Did not, did not finish. Did not finish, yeah. So it's just, yeah. Doesn't even say they were last. And then the very did not last So I, I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, the uh,
1: last race was the single mix relay. And France was first, ahead of Germany, Norway, Switzerland, Italy, Ukraine, Estonia, Czech Republic. And then we have to go down a little further. Canada in 20th. With uh, Cheyenne Tirschman, Luke Hulshoff, and the US were twenty eighth with Emily Campbell and Eric Suley.
0: So I think that's uh, well, all of it. I just let's wanted say to uh what's well, it before we, before we go.
1: support for, for the new yeah. um group of athletes coming up, so
0: did you see Ant? I don't Antwinin... know exactly what the, the age limit is. Uh I don't know. Uh but before before we go, Antoine and Antoine and Guy, the Frenchman? Mm-hmm. He won the men's sprint. He won the men's individual. He won gold in the single mixed relay, and he won silver in the mixed relay. He did both the mixed relays.
1: Pretty, that was pretty a good a for him.
0: Silver? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, he did get silver
1: with one thirteen back, so at least it wasn't like, you know, by 0.2 yeah. seconds. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, wow. yeah, I know. Wow.
0: Yeah. yeah that's, and just...
1: only... Yeah, he had, uh, so, two misses. No, three misses in the, the individual. He had one miss in the sprint. He had, let's see here quickly, France. Oh, there's two guys actually. Flavio Guy and Antonin Guy. Ah, Guy. I apologize. Didn't not, mean to mispronounce his name. Oh, I think that's what it is. I'm not sure. Uh, no, so, I, Antonin Guy oh, def- had um, one miss in standing of his uh, four shoots, and then in the mixed relay, he had only one miss in standing. So, hmm. no. Pretty good uh, week. Sorry. His first lap was uh, two misses in prone, zero misses in standing, and his last lap was uh, zero miss in prone, one miss in standing. Pretty good So, week. have you, did you see his name before? Like, does he Never seen his Bell, name or? before. Nope. That was it. Yeah. But to also do, like, a uh, a mixed relay and a single mix relay day <laughs> two good. days uh, or like basically next day that's yeah. no that's not true the mixed relay was on wednesday and the single mix was on sunday so there was some time in between but
0: still <laughs> pretty pretty impressive yeah he, he did he, the, you, there were no no more races that he could run he was in all of the <laughs> yeah yeah
1: so well and um i think that leads into the uh the topic you brought up earlier, because we see that, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. Norway was always sort of in the top, but they didn't uh, have, did they have any win? No, they had a second place. So no win. So yeah, they needed uh, to work, to do something with their ski speed. So apparently a new ski binding uh, came out that I don't think at the youth Olympics, they were using it, but it sounded like at the IBU cup, uh, the European open championships, Surum, oh, were they ever. Apparently uh, yeah. was using them. Um, it sounded a bit like they were testing them out, but I'm assuming they've been using them for quite a while because I don't think they would risk that uh, if they weren't really comfortable with it already. But apparently it, um, from what I understood, from what I could find is that it changes the position of the binding where it connects the boot to the ski, where mm-hmm. in your traditional binding it's basically at the toes. Um and this is more under the, the ball of your feet. So basically just behind your toes, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, leads to a, a better transfer. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's definitely what we needed in biathlon that the Norwegians were, um, a bit faster. I, and we yeah, were talking were about this before, completely I just don't really yeah. understand the ins and outs of why this, I'm assuming it's one company who came up with this bindings, um, why they would pick the Norwegians could just be a contract thing. Um, but like I was saying to you, I think if we would see podiums for, uh, I don't know, uh, Belgium, for example, I think that would be a much better advertisement for these bindings than, you know, Norway right. beating everybody by two minutes rather than a minute and
0: a half. Um, but who knows? It's, uh. Right? If all of a sudden you saw like Lotte Lee and Florence Claude were just like flying or motoring around, you'd be like, hey, look, look. I know. Yeah. 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 Um, but anyway.
1: Um, well, I, I no, think you it's look, look,
0: they, uh, the, you see the, the 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 medal table from the European Championships, and you had Italy with 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 medals, and France had four, and no other nation had more than one. So. um. You Norway. Said Italy. Uh, I'm assuming you meant Norway. Norway. Norway had Norway yeah, okay. had just a, a bajillion medals. I apologize. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I, which in a way also feels a bit unfair
1: that you know at the IBU Cup you have the what number seven of the World Cup rankings. Right, yeah, this is this is true. Yeah, that's, yeah. Um, but I mean, good for him. You know, yeah. it's, slight slight I don't exaggeration. Take anything away yeah. from that. Um. Yeah.
0: yeah. So uh, you said you saw pictures of the the binding. I did. I think I did. Yeah. So let me let me quick find the article I was saying. But do you, was it bright yellow and
1: black by any chance? Like was it Fisher specific or is it a different brand or? Um, or do you not recall? It it reminded me a little bit of uh, when the collapse gate came out. Yes. Um, from what I remember, and, and again at that time I was in Holland, so maybe it was a little uh, colored. Uh, commentary on on where it came from. My understanding is that it was developed in Holland, and that all the Dutch speed skaters were able to use them, and that they weren't selling them outside of Holland in the first year or two. Um. um I will. I, mean, I will try to find the article as yeah. it was.
0: Right, it was yeah. kind of a similar situation. Um, I'll try to find the article and post it, but yeah. The the rich get richer. I find it interesting that,
1: you know, skis have changed a lot over the years, Mm -hmm. just like uh, lighter material, stronger material. Um, But the bindings have been, you know, it's always been this concept of the toe clicks in. And then Mm -hmm. I think there was Solomon pilot bindings for a while that had some sort of connection under your foot with the ski. Um, I don't really know why. Why it disappeared, or maybe it's still around. But yeah, so for an a company to come out with quite a different concept is uh, very interesting, because you think after so many years that they, you know, would have tried everything possible. But apparently, and it could be that you know they had this idea for years, and there was just no material to that was strong enough to do it with, and light mm-hmm. enough, and maybe now they found something.
0: Well, um, and. and- I, You mentioned it was under development for 10 years, so clearly it was something that just took a little while to... Right. But from what I read on the German uh, Biathlon
1: News website, um, it sounds like they're going to use it at the World Championships. (sighs) But there's also... I'm pretty sure of it that there's also two Germans that will be using them. Oh. So I don't think it's completely limited to the Norwegians, but it sounds like they're one of the earlier adapters. Do you know who it's going to be? Uh, no, I don't remember reading who it was. So it, it does make me wonder if it's a specific brand. Because I yeah. know, uh, for example, Dole has been on Machu's um, for a long time. And, you know, there's always the Fisher and Solomon, um majority of athletes that are on those. So it could mm-hmm. be that there's just certain brands. I think Serum. Is on. Let me quickly look that up because that's actually something that I'm curious about now. If I can find that information quickly, um, yeah. Did you did you follow most of the races on the uh, European Championships Open European I Championships? I watched.
0: I watched. The first, so I watched the, um, individual sprint and pursuit. I watched those live uh, and then I, I caught the mixed relays later. Um, yeah, the, um, the times were pretty early in the morning. I'll be honest, uh, for, for some of those, but, uh, you know, I, I sacrificed, it was a championship, so I sacrificed, um, <laughs> but, uh, no, it was, uh, um, I don't know how much how much you actually ended up seeing of them, but um I, I'm I'm happy to lead the way if you want.
1: Well, I did actually see one live one. It was at two forty five here and I had a really hard time falling asleep. Oh. And then okay. I uh yeah. I think I checked my phone to see what time it was and then you know how the uh the T V app of Eurovision mm-hmm. pops up when yeah. there's a race starting. I'm like huh. Might as well have a look. Might as well. But yeah. to be very honest, I don't know which race it was. I definitely don't know. It was a women's race. because mm-hmm. um, I know Kirkaida uh, well or should we should we say tier Chir- Apparently to the comment if I commentators. Readers, yeah, I don't know. And yeah. I think we know who we were talking about. Um I yeah. I know Oh it must have been the uh did they do a pursuit? They did because yeah. I think it was the one where Idaline, no, not Idaline. Was it Idaline? Yeah. Who started they they, they first. were going head to head all week. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Kirk
0: um caught up with her in the end, but uh... yeah. So yeah, that was definitely the most interesting part of of the European Championships to me because the Norwegian coaches basically said that they were locked in with Tangervold and uh, Knoten and Arne Clive and and uh, and Skogen um as mm-hmm. as their four uh going into the to to Worlds, right? That was going to be their four and then right. Whoever came out uh, the better of Kirkaida or either Lian was gonna be their their fifth. And um Skogen, they said locked in because she got the the podium finish in Linzerheide. And um lot of a lot of discussion on on Twitter, and and I'll admit I was mm. part of it, about how I wonder if they would like to have that decision back about locking in Skogan because she hasn't looked tremendous in the second trimester. But uh, you gotta say that Lian and and Kirkaida went. They went after it this week, so um, mm-hmm. they certainly, certainly both made their cases. Uh, with Kirkaida winning the individual, uh, Leanne winning the sprint, and then they had just this fabulous head-to-head in the pursuit with uh, Kirkaida coming out on top, and Leanne ended up in fourth. But they were they were head-to-head uh, in the in the fourth lap going into the last shooting. Um, and then I will say that that Leanne really uh, did herself proud in the mixed relay today, um, with a clean shooting and took a, a seven second lead, took it out to a minute, really, and made it insurmountable for Kierkegaard to to give up. Kierkegaard she tried; she made Don't a good effort. Wrong. She, she tried, <laughs> yeah, but wasn't able to do it. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. But I, and, I just thought and, I was. Just, okay. I just thought those two those two battling for that last spot. I. I, I think you know they would have given great efforts regardless, but knowing that spot was on the line, you could tell that they were just they they were they were in top form. That was a lot of fun to watch. Who would
1: you pick of the two,
0: based I mean, on what I you think, saw? I think Kierkegaard, She should be the pick, right? She won two of the races. She's a very mm-hmm. very good shooter, and I think that she she earned it. There's a part of me that would still like to take Leanne if your if your goal is to win the the world championship relay i think that she's a better asset on the relay for whatever reason she performs better on relays this year i don't think she's missed a shot or Mm -hmm. she's had like one missed shot in the last four relays she's been on um which is not her norm she's not the greatest shot in the world but she's also much faster i think she if if you just plugged her into the world cup would already be top 10 in terms of speed so i think you'd be pretty good there but Mm -hmm. on the other hand you can make the argument that kirkkaida on the on the relay as a much better shot would limit the damage. And then you put hopefully tangible blast. You can hopefully make up some ground, but anyway, I I, I probably would go with and say, and I would say, go, go for glory.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm leaning more towards Kierkaida cause I felt, <laughs> well, just more because of the pursuit where they yeah. were basically, yeah. you know, head to head. Yeah. And, you know, I guess Kirkaida this, was this is what I love the about cooler of right? the two.
0: This is what I love about it. Is that is that I think that both of us, you know, have a pretty good view of these things, and and I think that you, I think you can make great arguments for both. And I think whoever they right. end up choosing, I wow. think you'll be yeah. Kirkaida, right? But I think you can make good arguments for both. I agree. Yeah. Kirkaida, she clearly had a had a good head, right? Going head to head in that in that pursuit. On the other hand, on the relay, she. Did mm-hmm. her best to to throw it Keep away. It I don't know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She she was she had an eye for drama. Yeah, <laughs> and she's not slow. Don't get me wrong. Like I I, I made a point about Ida Lian being fast, but uh, Kyrkaid is not slow. Like she's she's she she can be fast when she right. wants to be. Um, so I I thought that was a lot of fun with them going head to head, and even though I mentioned that. Norway had just a just an absolute pile of medals. I did think that there was a really good distribution of top tens. Like you saw a lot of nations in the top ten. I actually, I wrote it down. Uh, if you want, if you want the whole list, it, Norway, France, Germany, Sweden, United States, Latvia, Moldova, Lithuania, Italy, Ukraine, Switzerland, Romania, Austria, and Slovakia. We're all in the top ten this week. It's kind of kind of cool to see. Let's let's.
1: Um, specifically highlight the US like 6th yeah. and 10th in the uh,
0: men's individual
1: yeah that's um, a
0: Bonacci, Maxime Germain yeah, good race <laughs> yeah, you can say that yep um,
1: was there Benacci, another by American the way, on d- there? was that? was there another American? oh yeah, Burkhart,
0: 53rd forty mm-hmm. um, uh, 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 49th Bonacci was exactly. the only non-Norwegian in the, in the top seven. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that was, I think the, it was after that race, I think that they specifically mentioned the new skis, by the way. And. Oh, okay. Yeah. And <laughs> I not looked that they, it up. Not that so, they needed it because they all shot well too, but.
1: Yeah. So serum skis on, uh, Machus. Okay. Which is also the brand that, um, Stuart skis I, on. He could use it.
0: He could use the help. And all, <laughs> um,
1: Benny Dole. Did skis you say,
0: did on you
1: say that. Benny Dole? Yeah. Ooh. Um, so I'm wondering because there's so it sound like only two Germans, I wonder if it's connected to the to the brand.
0: The brand, yeah. But oh man. I'm just speculating, but uh if anybody if anybody bets, maybe maybe now is the time to put, put a dollar on Benny Dole and <laughs> in one of those <laughs> races, right? Put him yeah. for the sprint? Yeah. Anyway.
1: Um, also, on the individual I wanted to mention, so we had uh, Zach Connolly and Logan Pletz on yes. 63 and 65 from Canada, yeah. and um, um, Borglum on 94, and Matt Strom on 104. Um, what stands out to me is that um, I had the pleasure of very, very briefly chatting with Zach Connolly when I was there for the IBU Cup last year, mm-hmm. and Matt Strom is a... Good friend, if not the best friend of a guy that uh, I practice with on Monday. So I've. Oh wow! Uh, I I, I don't want to say I've. I don't think I've chatted much with Matt, but um, definitely seen him around a couple times. So it's it's pretty cool to uh, to see his name in that list. He had a. Yeah. Th- okay. No um, I don't know if you remembered we had the um, national qualifications while the tour was in yes Rupolding, or Oberhof. Anyway. Uh, when there was a yeah. World Cup or overall, um yeah. that the Canadians were there because they had a national qualification tournament. And Matt did pretty good there. So, uh, even though, you know, 104th is probably not where he wanted to be, I think it's still pretty amazing that he uh, made it to the team and that he was racing he was there. in Europe. So, yeah, no kidding. Awesome for him. I did actually not check other results.
0: Um, so, just, uh, you know. Yeah, nice so to see. So that's that's. I think it's really neat, and and that's the kind of thing, right? Yeah, they, these guys won't be racing at the World Championships, but they got to go here, right? And we got to see how they. I think they, they might perform. actually
1: be, because they have Adam Ronalds and um, Christian. I can't, can't think of the last name now. On the no. men's side, yeah, Gal, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so they're there for sure I would think but then um I wonder if at least one of the the guys on the yeah you'll think, is also I going think, Logan Platt probably. has been on the uh um son of the team races I'm pretty sure Borglum yeah. has I been there I, think. Conley, I would think yeah but anyway yeah yeah we'll see it's uh
0: also, before we uh, move on from the individual, I I did want to say that uh, uh, Anton Iverson from Sweden was in eleventh, um, and uh, so I I had never heard of him, so I reached out to Ola Brånholm, Braun- uh, mm-hmm. a Swedish commentator, and uh, and he noted that he's a up and coming athlete. He had a pretty big shoulder surgery in the off season, and so we've okay. been looking for. Uh, Swedish men coming up, and and his take was that while Iverson might not be on the Samuelson, Ponsaloma level, that he will be a solid World Cup biathlete in the next couple of years. And uh, he went on to mention that he he in particular could be a good relay um, athlete. And then of course Iverson just today went on to win the single <laughs> mixed relay with Sarah Anderson. So uh, you know, looks like he's already a pretty pretty good guy on to have on a relay. <laughs> That is a nation that, that um, when
1: I went through the results from the Youth Olympics, yeah. um, definitely felt like a nation that was missing from the top spots. And yeah. I don't know exactly how it works with how who they send out. Maybe they're very young athletes that are uh, coming from Sweden compared to others that are a bit more experienced from other nations. But I definitely mm-hmm. note, noted that they're not even in the top six or top ten in yeah. some cases. So. Um, talking about that race, uh, Moldova had a pretty good open European championship. They got mm-hmm. in the in single mix relay fourth. Yes. And I'm pretty sure I saw stremus 's name yes. show up a couple she times.
0: Got a silver in the individual, and I know that she was up there for the sprint and the pursuit as well. So mm-hmm. uh, pretty good little, pretty good little run there. Yeah, she was top 10 in the sprint and 13th in the – 7th in the sprint, 13th in the pursuit. What you're feeling about
1: the the Ibu Cup versus like the, it seems every year there's more mm-hmm. overlap I mean of course with the Norwegians having so many top athletes that they don't have enough <laughs> spots in the World Cup but I see in the individual uh, race uh in tenth yeah. Bonacci, uh they're they're kind of like athletes that you regularly see
0: on on the World Cup too, Lucas yes, Fratcher, uh, Emilien yep. Claude, David Zobel. Beatrice Sobel. from Italy was there. Uh, Emma Capistova actually won a bronze, um, and she spent a lot of time on the the World Cup this year. Uh, mm-hmm. Michelon from France has been been up there, so yeah, I, I think that on the IBU Cup, there's it's it's this really interesting place because you've got these guys. You, there are definitely athletes who sort of. That is that is where they end up, right? They're just not quite good enough to be on the World Cup. And I think, you know, but they, they, they kind of spend a lot of time there. But then you also have this really interesting group that is, I think, good enough to be on the World Cup. But they, for whatever reason, just like in this, it'll be your, like your top 10 to 15. And whether it's they're young and they, they the their federation wants them to get some more racing experience before coming up or... Mm-hmm they're like the Norwegians and there just aren't enough spots. Right. Or I think the French women in this case, there's aren't enough spots or, um, you know, so I think that there's a lot of talent there, um, at the top. So I, I, I enjoy it. Um, I think that there's, it's, uh, I don't know if I'm quite answering your question, but I think that there, it, it can be sometimes a little bit difficult to ascertain exactly, how good somebody is based off of their IBU cup results. Because mm-hmm. I, while I think like a top 10 is, is, really good. I think that it's hard. I don't know. A top 20 might not seem as good because the, the talent can kind of fall off a little bit when you try to compare it to the world cup. But, um, right. Yeah.
1: One other name, uh, that's kind of a question to you. If you happen to know that I noticed that there's a staller from Switzerland, yes. but I don't think
0: it's the staller that we know from the world cup. Hey, the younger brother, younger brother. Yeah. Gian okay. Stalder. Yep. Yep. Younger brother. Speaking of Swiss and, athletes who are generally on the world cup, Amy, uh, Amy, um, Leah Meyer was, uh, here as well and had a fairly good, uh, fairly yeah. good European championships. Um, uh, I, I also, there were a couple of names that popped out to me to speak. We were speaking of just younger people, um, that, some I've been watching this year and some just kind of showed up. So one was uh Anna Anna Corinne Heidenberg. She's a, a Swedish woman. And she is apparently actually I, I didn't realize this, but I, I started noticing her a couple of months ago. And uh she is apparently the the leader on the IBU Cup in the sprint. And <laughs> I so I randomly I pointed out it's like, hey, we'd be kinda cool if she could she could get a medal. Uh she ended up five seconds away she was in fourth place. And uh, I was, I was really happy for her because I think that um, she is not one of the young Swedish women that, you know, Sarah Anderson or Tilda Johansson who had gotten some, uh, some love, you know, last year. But I, I I think that it, it was fun to see her. She's only 23. (laughs) I I don't know if she's going to be, you know, replacing the, you know, Elvira or Hannah Ueberger on the, on the world cup, but it was just fun to see another one because I've been sort of wondering where are the young the young Swedes and so it was just nice to see hmm. nice to see another one pop up and then um, oh yeah please
1: no go ahead go ahead
0: I was gonna say and then uh, another an, a, a, a nation that has an abundance of young talent uh, the Germans there was Marlene Fiechner who made her very first appearance on the IBU Cup she's only been on the juniors and uh, she immediately came up and uh, and went 20th, 11th, and 5th. So there's another one for you. She's, I think, uh, 20 years old. So I'm sure that <laughs> we'll see her on the World Cup in no time at this rate. Yeah, no kidding. I, uh, um, so many so many young Germans. Anyway, sorry. Uh, no,
1: sorry. I'm going to ask you a question. Yes, please. So there is, we talked about, and again, this is just based on an assumption that Matt chooses the brand that came out with the new yes. uh, bindings. Yep. We may be completely wrong. Mm-hmm. But, um, so one name I saw, uh, other than Benedict Dole on the German team is Roman Rees, who also skis on the Machu's. Mm -hmm. Um, and if people are predicting some races, um, we have talked about or talked with this athlete and this athlete mentioned that this athlete was going to switch skis. Oh, Emma Lunder, right? Emma Lunder. So Emma Lunder this year is skiing on Machu's. Um Emily Dixon, Trevor Kears, all from the Canadian team. Oh. Lucy Oh no, sorry, not Shravodova. Um the Sledamark family is also on um mm. Tuli Tomingus. Oh uh I'm I'm oh, I like Tuli it's quite a, quite uh the list, but Maya Cluton's um, oh, she actually just
0: this—not um, this week. A couple of weeks ago, she had a uh, podium Mentioned Lottely. her to us. Yeah. Yes.
1: No. Uh, yeah. yeah Lotte Lee is also skiing on Machus. Uh, oh Margaret, man. Obviously, we mentioned him. Uh, Serm. We already mentioned, but Strunzheim is also on that brand. Uh, Sievert Bakken. I don't even know if he's still like whatever no he's doing else. these days. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned Marit Skogen. She's on Machu's. Fem Steinovic. Uh, Paul Schomer. Vincent Bonacci. Amanda Kautzer from the U.S. team. I don't remember specifically, if I go back a few years, that Machu's was a big so brand. Yeah, um, And I, I'm not sure about this, but I... Think I remember that they were very close to maybe um, Christian Wolf mentioned that, but I'm not sure anymore. But yeah. I think that Brand was almost like done for, yeah. um, and then to see how they've made a big comeback—that's uh, pretty cool to see. I was okay. doing some analysis actually on the brands, yeah. But unfortunately, um, well, so far, so far the enough. data I can find is all only for the current season. Uh, so it shows yeah. you what brand they're on now, but you can't. I can't find the data of what they were on last year. So it's... Well, uh,
0: can you look up... Do you have the list in front of you? Yeah. Is Isaac Frey on that list? F-R-E-Y?
1: Is he from the U.S.? He's Norwegian. Norwegian? Um, it's going to take me a minute, but Frey... Maybe you can put some uh, elevator music or something.
0: Do-do-do-do. <laughs> <Do-do-do-do-do>. <laughs> um, the reason I'm asking, I'll actually fill it in. The reason I'm asking is because he's my favorite of the of the young Norwegians. Um, he's like 19 okay. or 20 years old and shoots the lights out. And he shoots like 90%. He won a gold in the pursuit. <laughs> um, yeah. Because they need another one, right? Um, but uh, he yeah. was bronze in the in the sprint he won the pursuit and just just was awesome um and and the reason i, I, I started like him uh well right now, but, yeah uh, the, the reason i started liking it was just because he was of the of the the giant norwegian backup on the IBU cup like he was like usually like fifth or fourth but he started hmm. to starting to move up there a little bit and you know I guess on the IBU Cup, that kind of counts as a, as an underdog story. <laughs> yeah, I suppose, yeah. <laughs> hey, oh, uh, no.
1: I mentioned Bucken. Have you heard or read anything about his situation? Or? No. Nope. It must be pretty, uh, I would say, it's not very motivating if you see mm. how many yeah. good Norwegians are already battling for a spot on the World Cup and, you know, just becoming healthy again and getting to the level that you are at is tough enough as it is. And then knowing that that might not be good enough for. Yeah.
0: So yeah. Last, last so. thing I read about him was it had something to do with him being in a relationship with one of the women on the team. And I have no idea if that's an active relationship or not, but that's that, that is oh, okay. the level of, of where we are with, with him, I think. Okay. Um, I did, I did briefly want to give a shout out to, uh, Kuguna for, going down to the uh, European championships, I know. It uh, feels like a bit of a demotion for him after how much time he has spent on the World Cup the last few years. But went there and he He won still, a race, right? He did. Yep. Yeah, he did, absolutely. That's cool. And uh, so I just wanted to say, you know, awesome for him to to go down there and and uh, and win the sprint, uh, get bronze in the pursuit. So it's not like he just went down there and threw his hand and gave up. Sounds like mm-hmm. he still won't make the World Championship team, even though there was a, a spot... I guess available for him but um can't say he didn't didn't go down there and compete as hard as he could so right hey i was listening to the
1: uh the german podcast extra runde mm-hmm. and they were saying that norwegians are the norwegian federation is usually pretty fast with coming out of uh with their list of athletes have you have you seen a list or nope
0: doesn't mean it's not out, and by the time this podcast comes out, it probably will be up because I would imagine it's going to come out tomorrow morning. But I have not seen a list. Right. Uh, okay. Yeah. Speaking of uh, Norwegian lists, you know who didn't have a great week at European Championships was Boten, who briefly mm-hmm. came up to the to the World Cup and, um, yeah, just didn't didn't quite. I mean, he got a silver. I should say, look, he still got a silver in the individual, but considering how he was dominating nah, the, uh, Oh, silver <laughs> in the, in the individual in the, in the sprint. Terrible, terrible. Disappointing weekend. Yeah. God, yeah. Terrible. Uh... Um, But considering how many races he won, right. It was just kind of weird to see it. He, uh, I guess what stuck out in my head was he started the, the pursuit with four misses in the very first prone shooting um, and ended up with uh, a total of <laughs> eight misses on the day. He still finished 11th, but, you know, eight misses on the day, and then and then in the mixed relay today, he had a penalty loop, and so it's just like it was totally erratic shooting to to end the European Championships, mm-hmm. and just I don't think really the the taste he wanted in his mouth to leave there.
1: Um, I got a question for you. Yes, please. Um, so we'll we'll get into more details later on, but um, we talked to uh, a number of people mm, in the biathlon uh, scene, um, and one of yep the. Groups of people we talked to was uh, a fellow from Norway and Sweden. So, mm-hmm. yeah. you'll hear later this week that uh, there's a bit of uh, rivalry between those countries. So, mm-hmm. with that in mind, going through the list of Machu's skiers, and I know I say this wrong, but um, it's a pretty sure it's a Norwegian brand. Any idea I, how I many? I think we should we should at?
0: probably pause here and uh say that we this 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 episode actually is sponsored by Majus so <laughs> <laughs> i wish no i know i wish to <laughs> zero swedes yeah that's ski- oh juice. no kidding I, mean, I have no
1: idea if that's just because you know a swede would never ski on a norwegian brand or, um,
0: or norwegian brand would never have a swede
1: <laughs> yeah who knows
0: yeah yeah now so, we won't take them yeah that drek. yeah So, uh, (laughs) uh, man, that's funny. Uh, I would, I, it, I guess I would, wouldn't have guessed it, but man. I just thought it was funny (laughs) to see that. Um, I, any more thoughts on the, I've got like two more thoughts on the European championships. If, if you no,
1: go ahead, go ahead.
0: Yeah. So I just wanted to say, uh, uh, Dimitri Shamaev, uh, from Romania was second in the pursuit so that's oh, kind of cool. cool. Uh yeah, yeah, that's pretty awesome for him. And then uh also wanted to say that uh Latvia had a nice little uh European Championships. Um cool. With uh Renars Birkentals actually had he ended up in 10th in the pursuit. So. Oh. he's has nice been to on um, was that World Cup, right? Birkentals? Yeah. Yeah. So nice to see and uh hopefully they're getting prep for a World Championships. Probably hmm. not listening to this because she's got other things to be doing right now, including taking care of a uh, <laughs> precious little boy, but uh, hoping to see Biba back in full form for world championships as well. I know that she yes. and Rastrogoyevs are are uh, very outside contenders for a medal, but how awesome would that be? No kidding. <sighs> and they've got, <sighs> uh, got good results, so. Yeah. Yep. Nope. Yeah, I think that would honestly like if I was to make a a prediction, like what are the things I like we're sort of transitioning into some some world championship talk here, but things that would make me the happiest at uh mm. right in the world championships that I think that'd be near the top of the list if they got a medal. Yeah. Like, yeah. That'd be just incredible. Yeah, no kidding. Um anything else from European championships?
1: No. Not that, Any other uh,
0: anything else in general? Because I've got some questions for you, some some prediction questions for the World Championships.
1: Well, so one article I read and it stood out mostly to me because I noticed that uh, if you go back to Antholtz, mm-hmm. where Quentin Firmier, uh left the, after the last shooting in second place, and then he got mm. basically um, steamrolled by uh,
0: <laughs> Dale and Serum. In the last I'm ski laughing, section, but it was just such an absurd. Dali was yeah. just absolutely outrageous. Anyway, sorry.
1: Um, but but I I remember specifically that yes, he was flying up a hill to get closer to him, but then mm-hmm. in the downhill, it seemed like um, QFM was just like a tourist and Dali was racing. <laughs> that that's how much the difference was, and and then I noticed that at the end of the race. Um, <laughs> And he basically kicked his skis out as soon like yeah. when he was still going. Mm-hmm. And then um uh Emilie and Jacqueline did the same thing. Yeah. And then I later read that uh their skis were just horrible. And um I I don't know, I, I think I've expressed before that although I have a lot of respect for QFM, it's not my favorite athlete. and he seemed a little over the top when he won the globe but you know kudos to him for doing that Mm -hmm. so who am I to tell that he cannot celebrate it but now the things are not going well he was complaining a bit about how people are criticizing him and if they think they can do better they should get off their couch and uh, start doing biathlon themselves and um, (laughs) that I was a little disappointed in in that reaction but um, maybe it was right after you know he had a crappy day on the skis and sure. i can totally see when you don't have a good season and you finally shoot really well and you're in second position and then you're basically skied off the podium yeah. um uh, that you're frustrated about the wrong time that. yeah but,
0: um a- an unfortunate response that, he, that's he, one thing he may like, like to have it back but yeah uh yeah i just
1: but, that that was some one one thing that stood out
0: to me this week but uh he, he he's a pretty pretty fiery individual, and I think it uh, it cuts both ways at times. And it's been hard. Mm-hmm. I, I think the thing that I don't understand is that the French women don't seem to be as affected by the wax this year, right? The and, and at
1: times maybe well, a little bit,
0: but but it, it's
1: they're just it's almost like the men and women are completely disconnected teams. because yeah, you know their yeah. their success rate is really good with both yeah. young athletes coming up and and pretending that they've been on the world cup for years and then of course yeah. you know we have supermom coming back and uh <laughs> simon just still showing her brilliance and yeah on the men's side it just seems like nothing's working other than uh, on the obviously on the uh the uh, open european championships maybe they're just uh throwing all their baskets on the world championships
0: maybe that's a dangerous game to play when you're at that level it's one thing for Right. If, if like Canada or the United States, you know, puts everything in on the world championships and they figure, hey, this is when we're going to get the most publicity. But I don't even say for France, like, that's a dangerous game to play, especially with who knows how many more years QFM has at a top level. I don't know. Yeah. I just, I don't Um, understand why there's been such a disparate performance between the men and women this year. And I know that in the article you read, right, mentioning. About you know that the the skis, I think was it S- Simone Furcad said the coach said there's something about uh, the wax not being good and I just don't understand how the wax could be so good for or 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 that the French women are so impressive that they are outperforming the wax by that level. Um, I can't imagine it. Yeah,
1: and and like I don't know they ski a different time, so I don't know how much that impacts. Yeah. Maybe they thought the women were so successful, let's stick with it. And then because of the, I don't know, temperature yeah. change or whatever, that it uh, went the wrong way. Um, yeah. I don't know. Coming back to uh, our our sponsor who don't know mm, that they're our, juice, our yes. sponsor. Machus. Got to reach out to uh, them. So I did look it up. Um, so they are from, and I'm definitely going to say this wrong, Vardal in Upland. Mm. Yep. Uh, headquarters in Beatty. Skjøvik in London, in Norway. Um, how old do you think they are? Uh, they are 84 years old. 118 years old. it's <laughs> actually relatively in, close. They were founded in 1906. <laughs> okay. And just to name a few people uh, from biathlon, from the past who skied mm-hmm. uh, on their skis, uh, somebody called Ole Einar Björndalen. Mm away from this but yeah Emil Hegler Svensson ah. uh Holm, of course uh German's Katie Kati, Kati Wilhelm mm-hmm. um and then on the cross country they have some F- Frode Estil, Kristin uh Styra Sturm Styra who you may know because she is either married or in a relationship long time relationship with a American no, is it American or Canadian athlete? Who is it? Oh, bad. Sorry, Canadian athlete, Devin Kershaw. Oh, I don't know if that rings a bell, but he, him and... Oh, I feel bad now. They won a gold medal at the World Championships. Uh, wow. Devin Kershaw with... I think he has a French-Canadian last name. Sorry, I, I'm i not going to be able to find out very quickly, but... Um, Anyway, there's some cool connections um, huh. and some
0: pretty uh, well-known names, both in the cross-country and biathlon. There. So if if this ski ends up making this binding makes such a big difference, how long until Fisher has it right? Because or <laughs> you want to sting this well, it's Like I'm I'm done. Like I I I'm leaving. So from from what I've seen in the Past is
1: that bindings. There's, I don't know if you're aware, of it, but so for example, in classic skiing, there is mm-hmm. a couple of main binding types. Mm-hmm. And that's more to do with the plate under the boot. Mm-hmm. But so the boot and the binding go together. So okay. there's like the NNN system, there's Solomon had its own system, and there's a couple of others. Um, and it seems that it's not always the best brand or best system that comes out. It also had a lot to do with marketing, Mm -hmm. what superstars are on the certain bindings and that kind of thing. Um, So the fact that, again, we may be completely off with this, but my guess is that maybe Machu's is coming out with this new binding Mm -hmm. and that their number of athletes has increased significantly. Um, Maybe they're just really pushing this and um, I would think if it's a really new technology that they would have patented it. And um, in the past, I think when... The, so so most people are on triple N, NNN type bindings, especially with newer skis and boots. And I think there was more like a mutual agreement of all the big brands to say, okay, let's all vote, or do this so we don't have this... Oh, I have Solomon boots, but I want Fisher skis, but then Fisher skis come with a different type of binding so I think there's been a bit of a consensus to go with one type, but you'll still see plenty of different types but um, so my guess is that this binding well it would it would require new boots if the connection is under the on a different position so. Yeah, it's uh I, I'd really like to know more about it. Uh hopefully at the World Championships we'll see. And then we'll see if we see some really surprising results, especially when it comes to ski speed.
0: Uh yeah. Right. <laughs> so uh we cut it out, but there was about a four-minute uh, break there where Arch and they were <laughs> furiously researching to find out. <laughs> was it actually Machu's? Because we've mentioned them so you know, it's just a combination, 20, so times. So I guess uh, Machu's
1: yeah. maybe doesn't have their own bindings or maybe they do with another World Cup. So it's the combination of Machu's skis with R- Rotefella. I don't know what brand, uh, what country that brand is from, but that's a binding company. Mm-hmm. And the combination of Machu's skis with Rotefella... Bindings is the only combo that can use this technique right now, and like I said earlier, uh, Roman Rees and uh, Benny Dole for example, are skiing on that combo.
0: Um, yeah, and, yeah, Sturla and a number of other Norwegians. So, if so, you're looking clarified. ahead towards making some predictions for the uh, the World Championships, is a good reason to to look at those names. There you go. Yep. Um, all right, yeah. So I had a couple questions for you for um, for the World Championships. Nothing too exciting, seriously. Uh, just uh, just some questions. You're going to make some predictions here, and um, not not too terribly uh, too terribly interesting. But um, and the first one's not even a prediction. The first one is just a question I had for you um, because I ran across it in my own research. Do you know uh what woman has uh the most podiums at worlds in the last five years? And this is active, not we're not we're not okay. getting into it. Anybody that's, anybody that's retired? Not not a lot I like, was they're, just they're thinking, out. oh, yeah. this is a
1: sneaky question because it's probably uh, you know, uh, um resolent nope. or yeah, I cut them um, all. Um my first reaction or first thought was um,
0: Hannah Oberg. You are absolutely correct. And I, and I raise this point because we, we have talked about her a number of times this year as being disappointing. And wh- what, if, what if she comes out and wins another couple medals, right? And we're just like, well, I guess this is who she's going to be, right? She's going to have we're, this, this tantalizing talent who just collects medals.
1: Yeah, maybe that's
0: the pressure she needs. And uh, yeah. and like
1: I mentioned it just earlier with the French where I said maybe they're focusing on the world championships. But at the same time, I can't – like it's one thing if the world championships would be in France that mm-hmm. as a French team you say, okay, let's let's guide our season towards peaking at the world championships at home. Mm-hmm. but yeah. I can't really imagine that a French team would be, let's focus on the Nova Mesto world championships to peak. Right.
0: Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. but who knows, but, um, um, see, if I ask you who the man is with the most medals, that's it's just not even a fair question. Boo. Oh yeah. It's, it's not even close. <laughs> um, do you know who's going to make it more complicated by saying what family? <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Um uh do you know who's in second for the men? Uh Bo.
1: Sorry, do you, is it just individual ones or uh team ones? Just as well. Uh no, it's it's all.
0: Yeah. Mm, last 5 years. I don't know, maybe Tarebo or Strelone. That's Strelone. Yeah. 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 Um and then for the women, do you know who's in second? Second. Uh, yeah. she hasn't won a whole lot recently. Put it that way. Beer? Yeah. Yep. And then third is actually Tangible, but I think a lot of those are on the backs of relay medals. So. Right. Yep. Um. Also, not surprising. Uh, in the the number one medal winner in the last five years in Mesto is also Johannes Tingnes, uh, by a wide margin. Uh, but the interesting just thing I saw needed. was, was that just what we needed? Uh, yeah. His yeah, favorite, he,
1: his favorite stadium, but Hey, he's on old
0: bindings. So an old b- maybe it, yeah, it levels the playing field. <laughs> so, uh, for the women in Nova Mesto, no active woman has more than two podiums in Nova Mesto in the last five years. Hmm. No active woman has won in Nova Mesto in the last five years. So, so it more all, than one? Nobody has won a single uh, race. Yeah, so like Tangervold has two second place finishes, and Veer has a second place and a third place, and Hannah no has way. a second place and a third place.
1: And Nova Mesto? yeah. There's no active athlete right now.
0: No, for the women. Is that yeah. what you're saying? Yeah, no active woman has who won, won last a Nova Mesto. Or did they go last year? They didn't go last year. Yeah. Really? So then it, yeah. So that yeah, it's it's you go back and it's like Royston and who are the last winners. And, uh, I can oh, go okay. back and yeah, I pull it up. I, yeah, I've no, actually I, I've got, like I've that got it open. Um, so, last woman who won in Novomesto, uh, Denise Hermanwick, hmm. and so Hannah has never won there, even though- Nope. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that'll be interesting. So uh, yeah, time for That's somebody, shocking. somebody new to 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 I want, show up. Uh, I'm going for Marjeta Davidova. <laughs> so that was actually my next my next question: Will a a Czech athlete win a medal at this World Championships? I'm going to say yes. Yeah, you think so? I really hope to, Davidova. Does, I hope so. Right? Yeah, Davidova. She could just.
1: Um, yeah. Yes, Yeah.
0: What if they? What, <laughs> <laughs> what if like in the individual they, and, uh, they went sorry, like what's gold that? and dirt
1: is, uh, is it Petr Mrazek is that the Czech guy or is that
0: uh, Kirchmarch who's usually pretty is that his okay yeah 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 yeah.
1: where, where is Mrazek from
0: uh, you know? I couldn't tell you off the top of my head okay
1: anyway, be. I because yeah. they can be a pretty good uh, single mix right yeah, oh yeah. Kirschmarch yeah. and, uh, and D David. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: They absolutely could. Um Do you think that more or less than five nations win medals? Last year, six won, by the way.
1: Men and women combined? Yeah. I would say more. Yeah. Again, I, I think th- so too. Maybe more yeah. of a hope answer, but if well, you just think the Yeah. Norway, Germany, France,
0: uh, Italy, Sweden. I would be stunned if Sweden didn't win a relay medal at the least. Like a women's relay medal. Stunned maybe stunned is too strong a word five, but. No. Uh Switzerland? Oh, and then Latvia
1: and uh Switzerland and yeah. Czech Republic. So yeah. easy. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh
0: and then Jakka Fak is. And in a don't ask season. me
1: how many medals are gonna be won by Norwegians. I refuse to Uh, it's
0: too you can't count that high. Um do uh United (laughs) States or supposed to mean Oh no 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 (laughs) I can't count (laughs) because they're gonna win so many it's just gonna be (laughs) no I get it. (laughs) Um the the United. that was not a not an insult to you. (laughs) I think you can count very high. But um The United States or Canada? <laughs> will they? Will they have a single top ten finish? Like at least one? At least one, yeah. Between or the two, or like a nineteenth? I'll take a relay top ten. Yeah. Hope so. Emma Lunder. I think Emma Lunder will. He's ready. I think that. I think that DJ Irwin is going to come through again. Fingers crossed! Sprint for the finish. Oh, Campbell, right. Um, I wasn't even thinking of him when I. Campbell Wright, D.J. Irwin, single mixed relay. Let's do it. Um. And then, and then, this is my last question. Do you think that we see any surprise medals? Anybody that that comes from like nowhere? Now you should say nowhere, but like, not not really on our radar. I'm thinking somebody like. What? Would twentieth twentieth in overall or like 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 Yulia, uh Julia Jima comes out and wins a medal? I don't know. Do you think anybody like that uh, that pulls it off? I mean, there's a lot of races, right? Yeah. Um, or is this going to be I, a, I a year where surprise. Norway Even, just sweeps up everything and you know?
1: No, but would you would fall um, if let's say Kierkegaard would win a race? Would that fall under your category
0: oh yeah that would would surprise me so yeah Yeah. i would say yes then great not
1: for her specifically but
0: so we're being optimistic this year that's that's how we're going into it we're being optimistic lots of nations are going to win medals and uh we're going to see some see some surprises united states and canada we're going to do some good things absolutely anything Um, else anything else I I think we have we've done a pretty good job uh, No of... well we we
1: made a quick reference earlier. Yeah. Um so Jordan and I have been traveling around the world in this uh World Cup level um pause in the season mm-hmm. and uh just to get a sense of uh, how people feel and what they know about biathlon. So hopefully later this week we'll uh um have a quick episode yeah. with mm-hmm. uh those recordings. Yeah, I have um, to say it was uh, it was pretty illuminating.
0: Also, um, you know, I think that sometimes we get stuck in our little bubble, but getting to uh, to chat with some people who had some pretty interesting ideas about biathlon was it was fun, right? Yeah, uh, I think yeah. Yeah, it's nice to mix and mingle and chat it up. Definitely, it was a lot yeah, of fun actually. And fun and, and I will say that I laughed harder listening back to our recordings uh than I have it pretty much anything else so hopefully you guys have a similar <laughs> similar response to it yeah it was it was just a lot of fun so um yeah thank you and to, I uh, to, say, to everybody who participated
1: yeah absolutely
0: uh, i wanted to say uh
1: to one of our biggest listeners uh Ola Nabirdalan happy 50th coming up <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, you guys actually don't know this but he actually sends us an email after every uh every podcast that tells us what <laughs> yeah. we got wrong He's the one we who take connected it as, us as, with as Machus, right? For sponsor. Yeah, we, we we take it as uh as as helpful um, constructive criticism and uh <laughs> and use it to better ourselves. Yeah.
1: So this episode was not sponsored by
0: Machus. It really should have um, been.
1: But we really uh, thank you everyone for listening to us. Um really yeah. appreciate it. And yeah. um have a great week. I think we have another week off and then the next Wednesday, is that right? So we can have. Next half? Wednesday,
0: February 7th. Yep. Yeah. We'll, we're going to be crawling and, through the uh, desert of uh, the biathlon season, but it's coming, guys. <laughs> yeah. It's out there. It's coming. Yeah. Yeah. The glistening right. jewel else? of Nova Mesto. That's it. <laughs> yep. We've reached yeah. the silly All point. Right. Yeah.
1: Okay, man. Thanks. And uh, have a good week. You too. Yeah. Bye bye. Bye.